Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. Welcome back to another Closer Today clip. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I help you get through the BS of infertility, one inspirational quote at a time. Before we start, I want to give a big shout out to all of my 10-day resetters out there. We are on day seven. I hope that you are feeling fresh and ready to keep going, even when this 10-day challenge stops. I know how hard it is to cut out certain foods in your life and just feel almost the annoyance and the frustration and maybe even some stress behind it. But hands down, it is one of my top things I recommend to anyone who's looking to improve their fertility health is eliminating those foods that are causing inflammation in your gut and therefore wreaking havoc in other areas of your body and tackling the stress the stress man you can eat the best diet in the whole wide world for you but if you still have insane high stress levels it will or it can get the better of you so i really hope that you're enjoying this challenge that all the emails are super inspirational and i want to say i'm super proud of you Today's Closer Today clip comes from Jack Canfield. It's called Focus on the Positive. Now, this is one of the hardest things to do during infertility because obviously our ultimate goal is a pregnancy and then beyond that is having a healthy baby. And it's really hard to focus on, especially when you're changing your diet and your lifestyle, all the positive that is actually going around your whole entire world right now. I designed the Baby in Me journal just for this specific thing is to help get you focused on one thing that was positive during the day because a lot of the time we can just go to bed on a really grumpy note and when we're able to feel our emotions, feel the pain and not hyper focus on everything that's going wrong in our life and switch it around and say okay things aren't perfect right now but there is positive things in my life and switching that focus really sets you up to be able to handle all the hard stresses that are going to keep coming and coming and coming even when your infertility journey is over there's life, right? Life can really knock you down even when you feel like you have everything you've ever wanted. So I hope this clip uh, gives you a little bit of motivation to start focusing on some of the positive things that you have in your life. So without further, further ado, here's Jack. Another technique is what we call the victory log. The victory log. Ask you to keep a notebook like many of you are taking notes in right now, a little spiral, three ring binder, or a steno pad. And every time you have a little victory in your life, it doesn't have to be a big one, you write it down. Number one, number two, number three, you just keep a log going. Got that job. Got my kid to clean up his room. 
found a really great suit on sale, whatever it is. Every time I'm going to do something scary, I open my victory log and I look at all the things I've already done and I say, my God, if I did all that, then I can do this next thing. So it's a way of building up that stack of poker chips and when you're about to go do that scary thing, you realize you can afford any in that many chips. Another technique I recommend is called the warm fuzzy file. The warm fuzzy file. Warm fuzzies are things that make you feel warm and fuzzy. Cold pricklies are things that make you feel cold and like you want to be away. If I go over to Jan and I say, I really like you, that's a warm fuzzy. If I say to Margaret, I really appreciate the meal you made last night, or I really appreciate the way you helped pull the team together for that corporate report, that's a warm fuzzy. If someone sends me a thank you note, says, wow, your tapes changed my life, thank you. It's all because of you, and you taught me how to take risks and all that stuff. Hey, I go, wow, that's neat, and I put that in my warm fuzzy file. And then someday when I'm feeling depressed, or I feel like I'm not making much of a difference in the world, or I'm comparing myself to Dennis Waitley, who's made more tapes than I have or something, and I'm feeling like I haven't done enough. Then what I do is I open up my warm fuzzy file. And in there are all these things. And I go, wow, I did that, and this person has made a difference in their life, and I've got this letter here and this thank you card here. Whew. See, I can build up my sense of self-esteem. I have a friend named Paula Klimek, who for my 38th birthday gave me a box, just a little tiny box, and in it were about 30 things little trinkets that you might buy like little charms and things but cheap inexpensive things a little bell a little tiny candle charm there was a little elephant in there there was an acorn and each thing was wrapped in a little piece of paper with a rubber band around it and she said i give you this acorn because you represent wisdom in my life you're one of the wisest people i know i appreciate that and the little candle said, you're a bright light in my life. Sometimes when I feel depressed, I call you and you cheer me up. And each little gift like that had a little note around it. I mean, there was a whole box full of warm fuzzies. I still have that box because it reminds me of who I am when I forget. Another thing we do is in our company, we have a technique called the victory wall. From floor to ceiling, it's got little victories on it. A big order we just got a letter from a client saying thank you, a testimonial letter from a speech. And then when my staff come in, they see all these victories we're having, they feel like they're making a contribution and something's going on. Otherwise, they're just licking stamps and answering the mail, and they don't have that sense that they're part of this victory. So it's another way to focus on the positive. Another technique I love to do with families and in corporations, with schools, is get your staff together, your family together, have them sit in a circle, Give them a homework assignment. Say, tomorrow we're going to come back. We're all going to sit in the same circle. I want you to bring an object, something you keep, because it reminds you of a success in your life. And we're each going to talk about that object and what the success is. And so I've been in groups where people have brought in an ashtray from a casino in Las Vegas where they'd won $10,000 playing craps. Another person had a golf ball they'd hit a hole in one with. Another person had a letter from a student saying, you've made a big impact in my life. One woman brought in a stick with a string around it that was given to girls when she was 14 years old. And this lady was about 45, right, at Girl Scout camp for being some kind of, you know, initiation rite and everything. And here it was 30 years later, and she still had it. And we've all got those things, don't we? Things that you won't throw away. You know, you go to move and it's in the sock drawer and you go, oh, I can't throw that away. You feel embarrassed putting it up on the mantle, but the fact is you'd never let it go. I still have my eighth grade English medal, for example. I had a kid bring in, the kid was 18, he brought in a plaque. He was the cutest baby in the cutest baby contest in Huntington Beach, California. <laughs> it was like 17 years later, it was still his success symbol. So make sure that you have success symbols in your life. Make sure that you put them somewhere where you can see it. So remind you, I don't know if you noticed, but we have auditory, visually, and kinesthetically oriented people auditory people to feel good, to have high self-esteem, they need to hear it. Hey, I like you. 
Kinesthetic people need to be touched. They'll always say to their husbands, I know you tell me, but you never touch me. Auditory people are always saying, do you love me? Yes. Five minutes later, do you still love me? <laughs> yes. Minutes, do you still love me? Hey, I told you I love you. Give me a break. Look, I'll put it on tape. You can play it anytime you want. You know, that kind of thing. But auditory people need to hear it. They're the ones that at three in the morning and they'll say, why do you love me? You know, and you have to give them a long list so they don't feel good. Okay. And visual people need to see things. They need to be brought flowers. If you're a man, you need to shave for a visually oriented wife or she thinks you don't care. You know, because he's visual. If you mess up the house, it's a personal affront. Whereas a kinesthetic person never cleans up the house. Who cares? Just have a good time. Feels good, right? <laughs> so visually, if you're a visual person, make sure you display your success symbols. Another aspect of acknowledgement is to ask for acknowledgement. One of the things we know about peak performers in life, people that are super successful, is that they ask for what they want. This was one of the hardest things for me to learn. I realized I wasn't getting what I wanted, but I was thinking somehow people were supposed to know. Well, let me ask you this. How many of you got everything you wanted from your parents when you were a kid? Can I see a show of hands? <laughs> no hands. How many of you asked everything you wanted clearly, consistently, over and over from your parents? Anyone? How many of your parents were psychics? <laughs> so we got no hands here. See, so the reality is if you don't ask, they don't know you want it and then they don't give it to you, then you think, well, parents know everything, and so then you decide there must be something wrong with me. Because if they loved me, they'd what? They'd know. They'd know, exactly. I mean, I know none of you have ever said that, but I'm sure you've heard people say, if you really love me, I wouldn't have to ask. You'd know what I want. And the reality is we don't. So I've learned you have to ask for acknowledgement. Remember recently I cleaned our basement up, which was something I didn't really want to do, but it got to the point where it was a mess, and... I told you about completion, so we cleaned the basement up. And I finished up, and I went upstairs, and I got Georgia, and I asked her to come down. And I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to come down to the basement. I want you to tell me what a great job I did. So she came down, and she went, wow, look at this. You got all these boxes piled up, and where did those other ones go? Well, I took a razor blade, and I cut them up, and they're under. Well, wonderful. And look, you can see where all the food is, and you can see where all the books are. This is great. And my little kid inside was going, yeah, Mom. Now, you might say I should be above that and I don't need that anymore, but the truth is I did and I wanted it and I asked for it and I got it. So you can ask for the acknowledgement you want. And one of the techniques I teach in one of my seminars is at the end of every week, if you work in a company, write down everything you did and all the successes you had and put that in a memo to your superior. <laughs> you know, here's what I accomplished this week. Also put down anything that you didn't accomplish that you need assistance with. And I didn't get to this and I really could use your help. I need some supervision here. I have a friend that works for Pacific Bell. This woman, in a three-year period, got five advancements over almost everyone else in the department. Why? Because the boss knew what she was doing, where she didn't know what half the other people were doing. So if you want people to acknowledge you, make sure you clearly communicate to them what it is you deserve to be acknowledged for. Quit waiting and hoping that they'll someday notice. You can find this clip over on Jack Canfield's audiobook, Maximum Confidence. You can also connect with Jack over on his website, which is jackcanfield.com. 
You'll find all the links down in the show notes. If you're loving the podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how it's helping you during your journey to parenthood. I want to take on a side note that you might have noticed the audio quality of the Closer Today clips maybe a little bit less. My Mac computer has upgraded and the software that I used to use to record the clips has, it's not compatible and I'm really struggling to figure out how to get a good audio quality off my computer now. So please bear with me why I figured this out because I really don't want to stop the clips. I always get amazing feedback from you guys that you absolutely love them. So that is it for me today. Have a beautiful week and we will see you on Friday for another episode of Finding Fertility. 